0: Our robot forms will start to short out after a few minutes' exposure. This is one unusual planet. Whatever it is. everyone to back in my day my name is david petrangelo and this week the not so stereotypical millennials uh have guests again uh mike i don't know what's going on man um we had a couple weeks ago where we had a guest for the first time in a long time um maybe we don't smell so much over the computer maybe we (laughs) people do like us now i don't know what it is um so i'm i'm joined by michael r power and uh, gentlemen, we have, uh, we have two guests, I guess. Two guests from a single podcast. What do you guys introduce yourselves?
1: Sure. I'm Mike Lane from the GameCube is Cool Podcast.
2: And I am Neil Gilbert. I am another co-host of the GameCube is Cool Podcast, the weekly show uh, every Thursday on all the podcast services where we dive deep into the GameCube's library.
0: Nice. And that's, uh, that's a deep enough library you can really... Oh, my, oh my <laughs> God. I got my
2: are
1: well, branded. Style. <laughs> mine, our own, we rock my, our own merch. mine is
0: my wife's from um <laughs> from chapters so <laughs> okay. uh yeah i'm cool <laughs> I'm, I'm using my own notepad here i just I have there you go, there you go. We're, we're passing around our uh our mouse <laughs> pad uh which I, guess, I don't know just do we need mouse pads anymore i thought that just wasn't a thing but i guess it's it's cool to have. I like it. I like yeah. it. I mean, I am using it. I am using it. It used to be a necessity. You know what I mean? When you had, yeah. when you had the rollerball. Ball, so oh, yeah, the rollerball. Yeah. Those are long. Sure. I just use it cause it's easier on the wrist. I don't know. That, yes. I'm just, I'm, just yes. I'm getting old. So, Oh, well, Hey, that's what our show's about. Right. So um, before, uh, before we get into that guys, you said, you know, you're going through uh, the GameCube library, which is, which is a really cool and fun one. How do you guys sort of structure the show? How do you even choose, what you're going to talk about and let people know sort of
1: really what, it, what it's all about in a little bit more detail there. Well, we have taken, well, before we started this podcast, we actually went through all 555 North American releases and tried to kind of put them in genres, put them in different episodes that we would know we would eventually talk about. And that took us a couple of days for sure. That was a, that was quite the challenge. And we found a lot of games that we had never heard of before. <laughs> and yeah. um from there we we try and put episodes out when there's an anniversary of some sort or if there's a new game so for example the Mario Golf episode is going to be going out next week or whenever this goes live uh <laughs> but uh it, uh is going out when the new Mario Golf is coming out obviously so we try mm-hmm. and structure it a bit like that and we also try and structure it around people who have availability we just had a Harvest Moon episode we got a great journalist on uh Kate Gray who works for Nintendo Life, and she was just available that weekend because she was already doing a lot of stuff for E3, so it worked out really well. And that's kind of how we schedule them. We, or just sometimes we'll just be like, let's get this one over. With. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's, go,
2: let's yeah. get this puzzle game episode out of the way. And yeah. We also try, and, we, we we also try and categorize it in order of release date of the games, especially early oh, okay. on, which. Has both been a bit of a like a bit of a pain in the ass and a bit of a <laughs> like a I guess a positive in that we go in the order of the GameCube's library, but also that like our earliest episodes are the ones where we covered Luigi's Mansion, Super Smash Bros., uh, which mm-hmm. we want to go back and which we're like going back and doing again now because it's right. like we sucked in that first episode <laughs> where we did the launch the launch day. So for our 50th episode, we just redid that episode. So like just as we learn. Uh, like you said, the format of the episode, we started to come up with like little segments here and there that didn't exist uh, a year ago when we started this whole thing. And it's, it's really funny to see, too, like even though we tried to time an episode like uh, Metroid Prime, which uh, I think we timed that with the anniversary of Metroid Prime last year. Uh, Just recently with Nintendo's E3 presentation with uh, the Metroid Dread being announced, our Metroid Prime episode was one of the better downloaded episodes yesterday. So it's really funny how like news and current day somehow lines up with our episodes that are about a completely different game from 20 years ago.
0: So yeah, yeah. well, you know, people, yeah, people are are sort of looking for the content about those games and maybe they're listening because they're disappointed that they didn't get a a Prime uh, update (laughs) or or a major Prime update, I guess, or Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's perfect timing, so that's good. I think he, that that's a fantastic way of doing it. Um, mm-hmm. and comparatively, we just sort of we just sort of do whatever we feel like doing, I
2: think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was telling you guys off mic, just like I love your Instagram page, guys. Like just all of like the all the stuff that just makes me feel old every single day of movies that came out like
0: 30, 40 years ago. It's yeah. like cheap. I mean, it's. Uh, I'd like to say that it's a ton of research, but it's like, well, you know, what's what's in here? And I, I just, I put it in. I like what came out this day. I'll look on a bunch, a couple of websites, just to confirm. Because sometimes dates change, especially yeah. early on. It'll, especially with games too. There's a lot of games in the 80s and 90s, especially where it's like, oh, it came out in March. Like
2: yeah,
0: great, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I, I, cool. I think
2: that there's, I think that there's like no official release date for the first Super Mario Bros. game or something. Yeah, like, knows when it came out, which is insane
0: to think. Like, yeah, one it's ridiculous, the best games of all right? time. Yeah. Yeah. Like Duck Hunt doesn't really have one because (laughs) was it part of the system? Was it only a pack in some places had both? So things like that. And we just try and like, I don't know, it's just another way. Like that was our, that was the idea of of the podcast was to let's just look back at all these dates and just give a really simple way, easy way to just jump into a bunch of topics and stuff. So um, we've definitely talked about a bunch of things a million times. Um, (laughs) I know that everything Star Wars everything, um, probably Goldeneye, you know, all that kind of stuff that you would like from the late to mid nineties is like a hundred percent. We've talked about probably 19 oh. times. So, um, okay. So in that way, uh, the, what, what we sort of do to uh, introduce people to the, to the podcast or introduce listeners to our podcast is the guests. I did it. Mike did it. Ian did it. Everyone that's been on the show has done it. I, I don't think we've missed anyone. If we have, we're going to have to get them back and, and, uh, and have their, uh, their lists going but the crux of our show is stuff that uh defined our childhood and a lot of that is movies tvs and especially video games for sure so um so you guys neil mike you guys have your list of a couple it could be two three it could be 19 whatever you guys want um of tv movies and games uh it could be comics books whatever you guys might have that defined your childhood and brought you to where you are today so I'll let you guys start. You guys can pick which whichever category you want to go first and which one of you want to go first. The floor is yours.
1: Neil, you can go first.
2: Okay. Uh, so I, I made a list of uh, like six or seven different things per category, mm-hmm. but I, I'll, I'll just see what comes up naturally. Uh, yeah. I, think we'll, I think we should pro- probably start with uh, video games here. I'll, I'll come up with uh, three to go through at least. Uh, and I'll start with just my first memory of a video game, like just going right from day one of when I picked up a controller and I saw... 16-bit graphics on screen, and I-, I was trying to remember the year. I honestly can't even remember if I could walk yet, but it was like ni- 1996 or 1997, and it was a Power Rangers game on the Super Nintendo. Uh, back in our, our old house, like again, I don't even know if I could walk yet, but uh, I think we rented it from like a convenience store and because we didn't have like a ton of money for new video games or anything most of the games we got were you know christmas and birthdays and i absolutely fell in love with it like power rangers of course every kid in the 90s loves power rangers like it's just one of the laws of being a 90s kid you have to like power rangers (laughs) uh and i had i after the snes era ended uh you know n64 and gamecube came along and and that console really did kind of shift into the back back of my mind uh, as the years went on and uh you can never find super nes games especially not in eb games which is the only video game store i really had growing up Uh, those games were cut out real fast and actually funny yeah so but a funny story is that mike and i uh together we were uh traveling around uh the states for uh, a summer we went for a week we went to new york city and uh, i found it in a retro video game store somewhere not far from like Times square or something and i I saw Mm -hmm. the I saw the artwork on the cartridge okay. and I
0: knew exactly
2: what it was. I remembered exactly that. That was like the first
0: memory of a video game it's, that I ever it's had. It's the ones with their headshots, right? Right across yep. it with just the logo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mighty Marvel Power Rangers. Game. Yeah. Oh I God. I absolutely love that game. I think I beat it in two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, my, can, it, can it be co-op? I don't remember if it was two player or just one.
2: I think um, it was, I think it's just one, but you can pick yeah. like right away from any of the Power Rangers you want to yeah. play. They all have uh, their own powers and stuff too. Yeah. cool. Exactly, like the characters are way too big on screen, like they do not look like teenagers, they look like you're playing as the Hulk uh, in a Power Power Rangers costume, which is (laughs) hilarious. But just the color of the characters, I just have such fond memories of it and picked it up for probably $25. You know, the guy working at the store had no idea I had no idea what this game meant to me but uh as a first video game memory it has to be <laughs> you would have doubled good. the price if that's what yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, I was I was ready to pay like $100 for this game. It was like $25 and I was out of there and happy as hell. Uh so that that'll be the first game on my list. Mike what what's the first
1: game you have there? That's only one game? Oh my god. <laughs> I'll go well, I do mine quick. Uh, I got initial oh, okay. NHL 04. uh, I loved the NHL games. I played NHL before that, but 04 for some reason was just so well done. And there, I think it was the first time you could ever do like fully dynasty mode in it. And I must've spent Mm -hmm. hundreds of hours on that game. Can
0: we, can we, uh, I mean, you probably have it in your head because it's one of your choices, but I feel like there were three, the rest of us, can we guess who was on the cover? Because I think there's is two that, covers
1: for the O4. Yeah,
0: 1. okay, it is
3: that year. Yeah, for I, I yeah, for yeah. W- bad reasons, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so I'm gonna guess cuz I think I had this one. Was it Marcus Nasland on that cover? Yeah, or that was oh two 2 okay. or 3, I think. Uh, yeah, that's my guess, but That was
0: the Nasland one was the first one that they had the sort of mini mode where there was it was 3 on 3 or 4 on 4 or something mm-hmm. like that um no that for me i'm pretty sure it's the it's the heatley and sakic one right oh four that's right yeah. and i had heatley uh heatley
3: yeah
1: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Heatley. <laughs>
1: <Eater>. <laughs> Danny daniel star i always yeah. thought that the heatley one was the rare cover but it's not the sakic one is actually extremely rare and that mm. goes Neil, does that go for like a hundred two hundred dollars for on gamecube
2: I think it was like
0: 200 dollars the GameCube
1: Come
2: version.
0: On. What?
1: It's an expensive what? one. Yeah. Oh man, so I
0: had that for Xbox. I gotta <laughs> <The> Xbox? <laughs> I gotta find that thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox Jeez.
2: ones, I don't know. We like to cover the price of the GameCube games. I don't know how rare the Xbox version I, is. It's I would just assume rare.
0: yeah, it's probably similar. Um, I know I had it because up until <laughs> 20, I wanna say 2018 mm-hmm. was the last time was the was the first year I did not own that current year's NHL game. Mm. From nineteen ninety three. So wow. <laughs> and well, in ninety three it wasn't even NHL, it was NHLPA.
1: That's right. right? Yeah, because <laughs> NHL ninety four was like the first real yeah. game mm-hmm. kinda. Yeah. yeah. And I still awesome.
0: have that cartridge and it still works and it's <laughs> Oh, NHL 94 <laughs> was
3: the best one, for sure. I yeah. thought I had 2004, but look, I have 2000. Yeah, this oh, right. oh and on the GameCube. Jerome Cube. again on just, the GameCube, yeah.
1: 2003 has a great soundtrack. It's got some Jimmy World. It's got some No One Knows by uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, yes.
0: yes, yes. I played the heck out of that one then. Just no. <laughs> that the Queens of the Stone Age one reminded me exactly. Not uh, as good
1: a soundtrack as NHL Hits 0-2, which starts off with Limp Gets Rolling. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> NHL Hits is a legendary uh, game. That's the best game. Yeah.
3: Those yeah. games,
1: man, those <laughs> games.
3: Yeah.
1: My other two <laughs> games I got on here, because I also did three, Super Mario World. Uh, I played that on Game Boy Advance, actually. I never knew that was on the Super Nintendo until many years later, because I didn't own a, a SNES growing up. Uh, and I just think that game is indicative of my childhood in every way and then a really weird one out of left field space invaders on the game boy color the first game I ever actually owned uh, and I still have the box for it it's it's space invaders but just for a tiny little, just on on like little color screen, yeah. yeah
0: color screen nice nice that's awesome what else you got Neil
2: I feel like we should probably move. Should we move on to movies or do you want me to name a couple more games? All so, right. All right. All right, right. Four nerds
0: sitting here talking I'll, about games. I'll, I'll finish my
2: game. Mike came with three games, so I'll, I'll hit I'll hit sure. up with that two more. So my first video game that I owned that was completely my own, I wasn't sharing it with my brother or sister, was Pokemon Yellow. I got my Game Boy Color, the lime green Game Boy Color uh, in 1999 with Pokemon Yellow. I unwrapped it for my sixth birthday, I guess it was, and what, what again, like every kid from the 90s has to like Power Rangers and they have to be addicted to Pokemon for the rest of their lives, apparently uh, play <laughs> that <everything>, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, play. Yeah, even today still buying Pokemon games, Pokemon <laughs> Snap 2, what up. Uh, yeah. what? <laughs>
3: Oh you yeah, know, Mike's like, Mike's playing through it. Yeah. You guys came to the right podcast because I'm the GameCube resident, the Pokemon president yeah. here. <laughs> I see the Blade Runner Star Wars posters. Oh, thank this you. Is, <laughs> uh, you're Canadian. This is a match we yep. didn't have NHL. Yeah. You're yep. hitting all the right all the right spots here. Canadian <laughs> hey,
2: boys. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean Pokemon like just I mean, I got blue and red shortly after that one as well. But I, I remember seeing Pokemon Yellow ads on TV. I was addicted to the anime, the Pokemon cards. So that was just part of my childhood and this was my first console that was mine. The Game Boy Color had the, the worm light to go with it so that I could see in Wait. the dark because, you know, those things weren't yep. backlit yet. So and then growing into an adult, you know, I played Pokemon games throughout high school, college. And now as an adult, I still buy Pokemon games. So Pokemon are we, Yellow are we
0: adults, though? Are we?
2: I, I, I think we I think legally we officially are. We pay taxes. Oh, OK, I guess okay. We, <laughs> if
0: you want to go legally. All right. fine. <laughs>
3: but yeah, not might, only adult, I'm a dad. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I have <laughs> I think, real responsibilities. I think and at that I still point, play Pokemon games. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give
2: it up to the next generation, man. You got to show them what's up.
3: Yeah, I'm Gen just, I'm just uh, transferring my Pokemon all to my devices so I can give them to my daughter one day. That's nice. why yeah, yeah. I've like carried them all through the DSs, and they're all on my Switch now. That's like awesome. I have like so many. And she's going to hate Pokemon, I just know it. (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Now, did you start them
3: at Gen 1, like on red and blue,
2: or did you just start them at more Yeah, you guys are
3: making me feel old, because you're throwing out, like, uh, NHL 2004, whereas, like, we were, like, 94. Uh, Your first game was Pokemon Yellow. My first game was uh, NES Mario and Duck Hunt, and I had Pokemon Blue. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, hey, so I had the yeah. first one. Yeah. 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 We were born in 93, both Mike and I. So we
2: might be, I guess, a little bit younger. Yeah. You than, got, a you? Few, yeah. We got a few years on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all right.
3: We'll, we'll catch up. We'll catch up. But yeah. De- definitely got to get the kids started on the younger, on the uh, earlier games for sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And, and I love how they can get them all now in the like digitally, like uh, yeah. on 3DS. You know? on, on 3DS. Yeah. But not, on, 3DS. not on,
2: not on, not on Switch though, because that would make too much sense.
3: <laughs> it'll come i'm hoping it'll fit. i'm holding now they're gonna coming. re-release
0: they're gonna re-release two or three at a time for a hundred dollars you know yeah. that's why yeah and we'll
3: <laughs> buy them we'll and
0: buy em. well I, you know i i'm the one guy who did not keep up with pokemon I, I love the first first gen and that's the yeah. only gen i played that's it oh, so yeah, when I, I pull up like a pokemon go thing you know every couple days I'm just like what the hell am i looking at what is this <laughs> thing it look like yeah. i don't understand it, but You know, I I still think it's fun. I still like the idea of it. I just never kept
2: up with it. But Hey, man, Pokemon Pokemon Snap is introducing me to characters I never even dreamt of. So Right, right. It's a a good way way to get into it. And then, uh, Dave, you mentioned, I think it was Dave, you you mentioned Goldeneye, that you guys have talked a ton about Goldeneye. I'm going to have to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about Nightfire, which is the game that, one of the games that Mike and I have a huge history with, and one of the games that we bonded over as kids was 007 Nightfire.
3: Shaken. Not stirred, or is it stirred, not shaken?
0: The name's Bond. James Bond.
1: Good evening, 007.
2: One of or if not the greatest first-person shooter of all time, in our opinion. It's got the coolest James Bond campaign. It is better than Goldeneye, and we'll fight that until the day we die. Uh, but between Mike and I, we easily have thousands of hours on multiplayer playing that game, uh, sleepovers as kids, and even as adults, we play it. We'll bring the GameCube to cottages, hooking it up to HD HD TVs just so that we can play some uh, what Fort Knox with snipers on and playing against AI bots and... The one cool thing that we would love in our lifetime would be to see that game get just ported to current gen consoles die,
1: so that we can play online,
2: <laughs> just so that we can play some online matches together. I would love just the James Bond collection in general. Like, James, yeah. I do love GoldenEye too. Like, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm not throwing any hate against GoldenEye, but I would just love to see a James Bond collection of some type be put out where they, they put at least the good games out on uh, like something like on PS4 or PC or something. I would, something, yeah. Yeah. Again, they have no idea how much money I'd be willing to spend on that just so I can well,
0: play. There's so many of them too, like like you know what you just mentioned. Like that wasn't based off of anything. No, like no, like a, like a movie. A I story. mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. A, and I remember that game. One of my buddies had it, and we uh, I didn't play it a ton because I never mm-hmm. owned the GameCube. But he had that game, and that was one of the ones that was almost every single time we at least have to put a couple hours into playing this. Yeah. You know, like maybe we moved on to something else or it was second or something, but it was like, it was in the rotation for a few years, at least. Um, Yes. In the last,
1: like in the last three-ish years or so, the narrative seems to be changing that people are finally realizing that playing Goldeneye back in the day is very, very different than playing Goldeneye today. Oh yeah. Something like Nightfire is so easy to still pick up in 2021 and you're seeing more and more people be like, oh yeah, Nightfire is like just also a really, really good game and much more fun to play today. You know, obviously GoldenEye was amazing in its time and groundbreaking, but mm-hmm. it is not fun and very frustrating to play. It's frustrating, today. man. With those controls, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's
3: mm-hmm. not Every intuitive N64 anymore. Every 64 game is frustrating to play. We yeah, talk about them exactly. because it's like pure nostalgia. Yeah. It's like the little yeah. age difference that we have, it's not big, but your experience with that night, was it Nightfall? Nightfire. Nightfire. Mm. nightfire game is just is our experience with the n64 Gold yeah. bringing it bringing it to uh cottages hooking it up on tvs mm-hmm. except at least you had the gamecube that had like a decent controller which was made for
2: first-person <laughs> so, shooters that's what yeah. it was originally yeah. made for yeah I, I did I did play GoldenEye when it came, or not when it came out. I think the the game came out like a year after the movie, which was kind of weird. But it was I got
0: 97,
2: my... I want to say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a weird like time delay with that game for whatever reason. But I did play it like in 1999 when we got our N64. That's the game we got it with. So I have a lot of time on GoldenEye as well, almost about four years, I guess, between that and getting Nightfire. But once we got Nightfire, that was pretty much it for GoldenEye. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah I, that, I will no. say, I <laughs> didn't even think Perfect Dark is was as much better a game than Gold Knight. Gold Knight is the nostalgia.
0: And Perfect Dark was yeah. only like two years later or something. It was pretty mm-hmm. soon. And everyone and it looks was still playing completely Gold
1: Completely different. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, looks, different. it looks, it plays so much better. I just wish that there was a controller that I didn't need three hands to play with. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, they've, <laughs> made, they've made some really weird like N64 controllers now, like more modern. Oh. Like They kind of, I think oh, I've seen okay. them
1: at ANC games
2: downtown. And yeah. like, it looks pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Like they've converted it so that the, the joystick makes a sense in a good spot. It's two handles, not three. So mm-hmm. there are like there are controllers now that I'd love to pick up to see if it changes any N64 experiences cuz I love the N64. I'm actually wearing a Banjo-Kazooie t-shirt right now. Oh my god. <laughs> so I,
3: Please I do. make another game.
0: <laughs>
2: Please
3: <laughs> that, <it> never
0: <laughs> Everyone's holding out for Metroid and Zelda. Like I love those games, especially the one that they they just announced that Metroid game looks awesome. I will buy that day one. But if you if you give me a Banjo-Kazooie game I will push little kids out of the way to go pick up that coffee, you know? Like, I don't care, I don't George care if I have George <laughs> and the
3: fire. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: I really don't care, you know? Just get out of my goddamn way. Give me that game. What's that smell? Smoke?
1: Smoke? Hey, everybody, I
0: think I smell some smoke back here. That is, and, yeah. I love that first game especially, and that to me, like similar to like Mario sixty four, it's sort of the semi open ish world type of type yeah. of uh, game. That's what N sixty four did really well, I think. Hmm. And yeah. for whatever reason Banjo Kazooie always hit me more than even Mario sixty four did. So,
1: well, unfortunately,
0: that will never happen. So <laughs> I'm very sorry. To tell we, you yeah, can, I, I've had, can. I've had the uh, the. Um, nuts and bolts one that came out for 360 Mm, loaded on my on my xbox series s since i got that system and i've yet to press play on it like that's fine i really want to try it i yeah i
3: really want to try it but i'm so
0: scared it's going to disappoint me and i'm not going to want a new game (laughs) true true fact
2: though i picked up the xbox one and rare replay just for that like i bought Rare replay and then a few years later i traded in my xbox one to get a ps4 and uh, I still have Rare Replay because that's one of the greatest collections of video games of all time. Well, Perfect Dark's um, on it, I think, too, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, all the Rare games from 1981 or, or 82, crazy. whatever they're making, like PC games. And then all the way up wow. until Banjo... I don't think Nuts and Bolts is on there, but Perfect
0: Dark 2 might be. Yeah, Perfect Dark 2. Banjo-Tooie might be on there, which is, is the yeah. second one. Conker's Bad Fur Days there, battle Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Conker's yeah. Bedford is like one of the most like rare games you could sort of get out there if you want to buy a f- physical copy of it. That's right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's okay, crazy. so lots of game talk. Guys, movies, TV, what's next? Up to you. Sure,
3: Mike, it's your turn. Movies.
1: Yeah, Mike, you, you, you're the movie guy, so you go for it. Well, Mine I mean, are going to be dumb. I can just <laughs> turn right behind here, Blade Runner and Hard <laughs> Back. Those are definitely two of the movies that I grew up on. Uh, my aunt was a huge, huge Blade Runner nerd. She had loved everything about Blade Runner. I watched it as a very young kid. I must have been either like five or six, did not understand anything. Uh, and I watched it again many times after that and, you know, loved it. But uh, I grew up with that movie a lot. And Jurassic Park, those films I grew up with as well. Uh, my cousins were older than me and they showed it to me and I got really scared. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> we they're were just like, talking about that. They're yeah, so we just talked out. about it's that scary. last week or the week before. Yeah, And
3: we're older than you. Yeah, that's no. funny. Yeah. This, yeah, those
2: are still terrifying.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, it's those the practical first effects, one right, right, Mike? Because those practical effects
0: we were talking mm. about, like with the raptors and stuff, right? We were talking about mm. those scenes the other the other day. So, it's all of that stuff is, I think, adds to it for
3: sure. It does it has to, and of course, Newman
0: is
2: in the movie as well, which yeah, makes I mean, it infinitely better.
1: Yeah. And speaking of, that's a great segue, Neil, because speaking of Newman, my other one would be Space Jam, because that I would... Yes. Just, <laughs> I was like, wait,
0: Seinfeld's not a movie.
1: <laughs> night, like, you guys are too young, do you think that's a movie?
2: We're getting to Seinfeld, buddy, don't worry. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, we
1: will. But yeah, was, uh, Space Jam was just like, I... I loved it so much. I grew up watching Looney Tunes all the time uh, as a kid because that's what my parents grew up watching as well. So it was like an easy way to get me into a lot of these cartoons. And uh, mm-hmm. I was too young to see Space Jam in theaters, obviously, but I saw it on VHS, I guess, years later. And I, I must say yeah, mm-hmm. I must have watched that movie just over and over and over again. And Neil and I were talking about on another episode, talking about how. I don't think that's a thing kids probably do as much anymore where you're just like, Putting your VHS, well, I mean, they don't have a VHS, but we would put our VHS in, watch it, rewind it, do it again, and over and over and over again. And sometimes in the same day. Yeah. yeah like often mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. and that's like a concept I doubt a lot of like kids our are our age then would be able to do. So the, the yeah. only kids thing are ever-
3: so spoiled. They, like, I don't even watch the same movie over and over that much anymore in my no. adulthood because there's so much choice. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. what builds the nostalgia is watching it over and over. So maybe kids won't have the same sort of, nostalgia for old movies and old things that we have that's but
1: what
3: I'm thinking. Yeah, it's it's super true like my daughter like watches a different episode of whatever show like all the mm-hmm. time when i was young i watched the same episodes of every show magic yeah. school bus or whatever it was <laughs> yeah. every day had that, right, right? <laughs> like, yeah we're... you only had a few shows yeah our parents our... before us they only had tv like a few hours a week like my dad right. told me cartoons were only saturday mornings. <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> for like, yeah. three hours it's all you got all week right like yeah. it's pretty crazy The only
0: thing I did that with was, now that you mentioned Space Jam, was I haven't done that like sort of immediately and sort of restarted something. It's not a movie, but when I finished watching The Last Dance last year, Mm. uh, coincidentally enough with Space Jam, I immediately went, it wasn't the next minute, but it was a few hours later. I went to bed, I woke up and I watched the first episode again. (laughs) Um, Wow. That's awesome. Because it was, it's just, it's still, we've talked about it before, but for me, it's just one of the best shows I've I've ever seen, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. So
2: it was really- I think that's what it's going to change over to now is instead of watching the same movie over and over again, it's going to be the binge watching. Like you're gonna, kids are going to remember yeah. binge watching shows mm-hmm. like in a weekend or whatever, and that's going to be that's what's going to replace it. I'm somewhat worried about the new Space Jam movie. Not not that I think it's going to like look bad or anything. I'm just mm-hmm. worried that the whole Looney Tunes humor is just they can't do that anymore. The Looney yeah. Tunes that we know that we grew up with from the t- cartoons from the '60s. Or was it the 60s? It might even been between earlier. the 40s and the 60s.
0: Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. like they, they can't do that
2: humor anymore. Like they no. can't show characters shooting each other or smoking. Like like Mike and yeah. I, we love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like you can't yeah. do that stuff anymore because yeah. like it's all going to be like a watered down
0: Looney Tunes. So I'm a little yeah. worried. But even the yeah. initial, even the original Space Jam was somewhat watered down. But a little bit. they made they made it work because it wasn't really about them doing slapstick to each other. You know, it was about right. the basketball and and sure. and stuff. So mm-hmm. a little bit, um, yeah. Yeah, just
3: remember, it's not for us, it's for the new kids. (laughs) The new one is definitely not for
2: me, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, my my movie picks, I'll uh, I mean, we already mentioned it like Star Wars, obviously, like we're giant nerds, we're I mean, we're kids from the 90s again, like they were rebooting the franchise at that point, and even before that, I love the original trilogy four, five, and six are honestly like some of the best movies. That I've ever seen in my life. Um, I didn't, I mean, I liked the prequel trilogy when I was a kid because who didn't? Uh, but as the years gone on, obviously it, it kind of fades a little bit and is not as good as we remembered it. Uh, and now the new Star Wars films, like it's just going to keep going. But I'll always go back to the original trilogy. And I have like the Blu ray box set that comes with four, five, six, one, two, and three. And I oh, still nice. will, I will still, it, you say that, but it's the remastered version. It's the, ah. the George Lucas. And you <laughs> had the VHS
1: one, you had the VHS. Yes.
2: I was yes, going to say, I have those I- too. Yeah, and I still have a okay. VHS player that I will go and like. I'll put away my Blu-ray set, and I'll take out the VHS tapes, and I'll rewind them, and I'll watch that because that is the way to watch Star Wars. And I hope that those tapes never die. Because
0: did you, you did can- you not rewind them before you put them back in the box? That's come, not allowed. <laughs> 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 <I rewind.
1: laughs> yeah. come yeah. on, <laughs> you have to
0: charge yourself at least um, two fifty. Yeah. What <laughs> am
2: I going to do? Yeah. do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a swear jar, but it's a rewind jar. <laughs> uh, no,
2: no, it's it's hilarious. But I mean, like. I would love to see like someone re-release the original trailer, like uncut or untweaked or whatever it was. Like there were yeah. some improvements made, I think, in the copies sure. that I have. Sure. I have the one where on the front it's Darth Vader, a stormtrooper, and Yoda. I don't know. And Yoda, yeah, that's the special edition. Or
0: sorry, the the yeah, those are the ones I have too. The black ones,
2: yeah. Yeah, it was the one just before
0: I think the prequel or Episode One got announced. Uh, yeah, so. it was it was mid or early nineties or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they've done a few things, but it, it's uh, it's better, at, or it's not as bad as some of the other crap that they've added to the movie yeah. since then. <laughs> <laughs> Another big, important movie from my from my childhood, actually two movies, are the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember those ones. They're from like the early 2000s. Yep. Uh, James Gunn. Starring- James yes Gun, right? James yeah. Gunn uh, is it uh, really oh my god yeah, yeah. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy not Go. that bad yeah. one of his first movies was the Scooby-Doo one and two starring uh, Matthew Lillard Freddie Prince yeah. Jr Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, Linda Cardellini I think I'm saying that right uh, and mm-hmm. I just remember seeing this movie I rented the first one from Blockbuster when I was young because my parents didn't take me to see it in theaters and Again, it's one of those movies where I rewound it, played it again, rewound it, played it again. And then the second one came out and I did, it was DVD at that point, but I did the same thing one day where I was sick where I watched the second one seven times in a day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not a joke. I was awake I'm was. glad you s-
0: prefaced it by saying you were sick that day and not like <laughs> that's just what you chose to do with your day. <laughs> we saw Scooby-Do
1: did- 2 in theaters, Neil. The did we not? I, I remember seeing it in theaters. I don't. I guess you were with me. I was with uh, you, yeah. I remember okay. seeing
2: it with
0: you.
2: Yeah, I didn't think so, it was
0: good. I remember
2: that. <laughs> it, it, it's not as good as the first one. The first one also has Rowan Atkinson in it, Mr. Bean. Yeah. Oh, like a it's legend. that one,
0: yes. I have 100% yep. seen that one at yeah. least a few times, yeah.
2: They're not good movies. I'm the first one <laughs> so to admit it, but... I have so much nostalgia for those movies. I have them, again, I bought the, I have them both on like VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. Like I just keep (laughs) buying them. Anytime I can find them, I'll buy a set or whatever. So what you're saying is
0: Scooby-Doo is, even though you talked about Star Wars, Scooby-Doo is your Star Wars.
2: Kind of, yeah. Like I always, I always say, like you know, Star Wars. You know, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie, but the first Scooby Doo movie is up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. Man. It, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But uh, another movie that I'm gonna have to say from my childhood, which was a big one, I watched it with my brother, with my friends, with my cousins, is The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Oh,
3: so good. Same here. We love that movie. We love that yes, franchise,
2: dude. I saw it the first time I saw it. I was too young, which I have a brother who's uh, five years older than me, and naturally, your older brother is gonna show you stuff that's not appropriate. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, he's uh, our
3: age, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah,
2: exactly. So, like, for years, like, we were like best friends for years when we were kids, right? So, like, he showed me like Evil Dead when I was four years old, like, just
3: nice stuff that I should be... get. <laughs> wow, um, nice, that's not
0: something <laughs> no, So, in ten no. years, you have something to talk about in therapy. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. I, I, used to, I, I, I got I got in trouble once when I was in kindergarten, I think, because I was quoting the mo- the Spawn movie. You guys remember that one? <laughs> oh, yeah. <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He showed me Spawn, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna kill that ass soul I
3: say
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like calling my parents for this stuff but no the mummy i, I just remember the mummy movie so vivid like so yeah. vividly watching it when i was too young and like the bug the beetles going through the guy's skin like eating their yeah. flesh and like now it's cheesy if you go back and watch the Mummy movies, but those were such cool action movies that we it's would still watch. Fun though, they're still they're fun. very fun. Yeah, yeah, they're really
0: fun. And was it the second I, or the third one that that The Rock shows up? Is that the second, second one? one. The That's second? the second yeah. one. I the remember CG I, that was bad then. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw both those movies in the theaters, and I remember the first one very vividly in the theater because one of my friends that was like what we went to do for his birthday, so that mm. was the movie we went to go see and, and yeah. then it was his birthday three or four years later whenever the next one came out we saw the second one <laughs> in the movie theater as well <laughs> nice. so yeah. yeah those stand out too like mike said we've we've talked about those a lot that first one especially is it's a it's,
3: i consider the first mummy cool, my indiana jones yeah I mean, that's that was my like swashbuckling adventure movie yeah before i saw indiana jones i saw that knowing now it's a it's a rip-off or inspired by indiana jones Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah they get the only problem with mummy is the first one is amazing and they get progressively worse so it's not yeah. like indiana jones in that way but yeah still i they, still think it's legit yeah and then they remade it
2: like four years ago with tom cruise or something <laughs> we don't
0: oh, talk about awful.
3: that man well, we you, well, you mentioned that. like
0: the swashbuckling sort of reminded me mike is that just like the pirates of the caribbean movies in my opinion the first one's a very good movie i think it's super fun i think it's yeah, really good yeah. and then they get progressively worse mm-hmm. to me to me i don't know if that's everyone's opinion but for me that's what it feels like too but yeah, but man, the Mummy series in general is it's it's a lot of fun. Brendan Fraser, yeah. man, like hmm. how could you deny Canadian that? icon? <laughs> yeah,
1: Canadian yeah, exactly, Europe. yeah. <laughs> and
0: Jeez. that's exactly what it's
3: all about, right? <laughs> what a hard thing he was back in nineteen ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> he was
2: exactly. on, he was on top of the world in the late nineties, man. He had the Mummy movies. Yeah. He was in George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle. Like, so that good. too. Looney yeah. Tunes back in action, man. He was everywhere.
3: <laughs> Bedazzled. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: mike's
3: yeah.
0: got it just he's ready to go <laughs> <You got it. laughs> so we have uh tv now so we've gone through video games and movies that you guys loved growing up um what stands out for tv i did hear someone talk about newman and seinfeld so oh. there is that and i do know for sure that's something that we hold dear to us on this show too so
1: um that's <laughs>
0: the, greatest,
1: the greatest show of all time Ooh. Neil and I both watched Seinfeld when we were really young. Uh, we had a paper route. Well, Neil had a paper route that he would do uh, on the weekdays, you know, like the Mississauga News or whatever it was. Yep. And we would, um, I would go to his house after school a lot and we would put all the flyers uh, on, <laughs> into Great. it. And Stuff that takes flyers. a long time. It's it's a couple hours to do that. <laughs> and uh, while we were doing that, Neil's older older brother uh, would be watching Seinfeld. And I remember watching it with him, not getting any of the jokes, obviously, because you know we were like 10 years old at this yeah. time. But I remember we would both laugh at Kramer a lot. That's That was what was funny to us. It's like, hey, this guy's doing goofy stuff. Yeah. And I probably didn't watch it that much again until maybe we were like 16, 17 years, like maybe when we were teenagers, uh, had a bit of, a, I guess, because we weren't watching it that much. And then I started to understand it more. And then as I got older, got out of school uh, or even when I was in school, I related to the characters so much more, especially George. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, the older you get, it's George. The older George. you get, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. more you're like, oh, I, I get what George is saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I even
2: sent, I will send Mike like Seinfeld memes. Like when something's happening at work, we have a George meme, like ready to go or like a clip from an episode where George is trying to get fired or something like that.
1: Where That clip where George uh, gets, is um, is trying to get like, either trying to fumigate him out of his office or whatever.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, that like a very similar thing happened to me at work oh, where they were basically trying Trying to get rid of they were, they were trying to get me out of that office, uh, uh, because we had like all these different locations that they didn't want me there, yeah. and I kept going back.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that was the best. No, I I didn't. I unlike Mike, I didn't stop watching it. Like I kept watching it through middle school, high school. We bought. We have all the DVD sets. We even uh, a couple of years in a row, my family and I took road trips down to Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. And one, it's about a 19 hour drive for those of you that don't know. And there was one year where that's all we watched on the car ride down was Seinfeld. Sure. Just my parents loved it because it's fun to listen to as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, is, I've, yeah. I've actually heard that people have uh, ripped the audio from the episodes and put them out like podcasts and people mm-hmm. will listen to them while they're driving. And like, you can I see know, it all we'll happening.
1: <laughs> but,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love idea. to do it too. I would love
3: that. But It's a, uh, if probably, you it before. But it's a good
1: idea. <laughs> my <laughs> girlfriend started watching Seinfeld last year. Uh, when the pandemic started, she was just going through a bunch of these shows that she had never seen and she loves it now. And, but when she was watching it, I'd come out and I'd listen to it and I could, you know, I could say, tell you what line was next and I could, you know, visualize it so clearly in my mind. And I was just, I was just working and (laughs) like laughing before the joke even started. And she'd be like, "What are you laughing at I'm like, oh no, don't worry, it's
0: um, My wife had a similar thing where she just never grew up with that show never grew up with really knowing much about it like knowing knowing who jerry was but not really listening to his stand-up i listened to his stand-up when i was a kid and stuff too too. i could memorize his one that is um i'm saying this for the last time which was his was at the time his last stand-up on broadway in 98 or 99 just after the show ended i i could recite that entire thing because i listened to that so many times and my wife, we watched the entire series from one to, I don't know what it is, 300 or whatever number that they get to in the, in the series uh, yeah. I, over the course of probably about seven months or something. And I'm, s- I'm so happy that she liked it. Like she liked it yeah. so much. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and it good. was the same That's thing. Good. A joke would be coming or I would see the title of the episode and <laughs> yeah, go, oh, yeah. this one. Or I would see the title of the episode and go, oh yeah, this is a good one. And then not realize that the main premise of that episode, the funniest part that you really take from it is actually the side story Yeah, that you really mm-hmm. grab from it. So like, you know, I can't even remember what episode it is now, but it's the one Jerry walks into his apartment and Newman and Kramer are making sausages and they're just, <laughs> like, I just, just that, that one visual of that one scene. It has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. That's just something that they do on the side yeah, for yeah. five minutes. But that's what stands out from that episode. And I just, yeah. I just love it so much.
2: My, my favorite is still like Newman and Kramer. The entire episode, it's them playing a game of Risk. Risk. I don't know if you remember that one. <laughs> yeah. And they're Ukraine like playing on the...
3: Week, yeah, yeah you're,
2: you're in the Ukraine. The Ukraine is weak and there's someone on the subway from the Ukraine. they like karate chops the board.
1: <laughs> I just love when he's running across the street with the piece With the board.
2: <laughs> Classic. Oh, and like... And like it lives on like every year like Mike and I started watching it we were 10 years old we're in our late 20s now and like even for Christmas like my family gets me this Jerry Seinfeld book my like wife with jokes me that
0: for Christmas this year
2: <laughs> I was I was I was in my bed at like midnight reading this laughing like I It's, it's great. It's timeless. fantastic. Yeah. And like I don't I, I'm not I don't want to say I don't understand people who don't like it cuz I can I can kind of see if you didn't grow up with it like I, sure. I showed it my girlfriend had never seen it either and i at christmas this year we just met last year but uh i showed her the festivus episode because we were watching <laughs> we we're watching christmas movies and i was like i want to watch this this um, is my and, christmas yes <laughs> <laughs> <guess> it is <laughs> and she hasn't asked to watch a second
0: episode so i think that that's <laughs> telling <laughs> but, I, I would, and i'm always also surprised when we were watching through that like festivus i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's the last or second last season like there's a lot of sh- episodes yeah. that i remember Season that are either really, really early good. or or at the end and and i think mm. it 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 is the best in the middle i think those classic episodes a lot of them sit right in the middle but i was surprised i thought festivus was way earlier not, not yeah. that it really matters but it's um, so quotable like it's quoted everywhere yeah. like the festivus is like a meme it's it's, it's, it's everything
2: like it's on they make like polls that they sell at christmas time and <laughs> so good <laughs> Feats of Strength. <laughs>
0: the feats of Strength. That's the like... thing. Yeah. How, how can it be the Georgie? whole show? How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your wife's yeah. feet of strength, or your wife, your girlfriend's feet of strength could be watching the whole show with you. Maybe. Until, until Christmas this year.
2: <laughs> Maybe someday. There's going to have to be really a drought on Netflix for that to happen. I
0: have all the DVDs
2: ready and waiting, man.
1: So, but, waiting. but
2: you have to
0: load the DVD. That's the
2: That's
1: problem. fine. I'll so do it. Netflix real soon. Uh, yeah, no,
2: probably, right? yeah. <laughs>
1: anyway. uh I, I our other I mean it's gonna it's gonna be the same for me now so our other one would be Spongebob for sure.
3: I'm ready! I'm ready! I'm ready <laughs> Patrick, how long have we been sitting here?
1: Oh uh, I gotta draw a new battery for this that's what that was like our life when, and that's probably one of the big ones that will differ between us and you guys in terms Mm -hmm. of age difference because when we were growing up you know we grew up at the perfect time for spongebob right we were six years old when it debuted and we watched it we were at 10 or 11 when the movie came out Mm -hmm. so it was like you know like the perfect time to watch spongebob because you're old enough to to laugh at just the silliness of it but you're also old enough to like get The really weird inside jokes and a lot of these like somewhat sexual innuendos and that show is just incredibly written and holds up so well today especially those first four or five seasons that Steven Hillenburg um, had done himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he wanted the the movie to be like the final episode because he didn't want to do anymore Mm -hmm. but obviously money. And they are like, no, no, we're, we're, we're keeping your show. You can bleed now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. Okay. <Yeah. laughs>
1: but so after everything after that is I've seen some episodes uh, and they're not very good, but yeah. you know, we had grown out of SpongeBob by that point yep. anyways, but uh, yeah, we were really blessed to be able to, to have grown up in that, uh, uh, you know, with SpongeBob constantly being on. And uh, I-, I loved every second of it. Yeah. I must've seen, I've seen every episode for those first four seasons at least ten times, and I even got to go to the Nickelodeon resort in um, in Walt Disney World or Universal, River, wherever it was. That is actually no longer there now. No, There's actually yeah, a cool YouTube not. video on mm-hmm. why it like why it's not there. But uh, yeah, I got to go in the SpongeBob room. I was uh, I think mm. that was 2004. And uh, yeah, last I time I was old, down now. in
0: Florida, I, it was still there. But that was oh my god, probably 2000. 2002 something like that so wow okay yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's long gone mm-hmm. yeah
2: i i would have been able to check for you last year but uh the craziest thing happened last
0: year i couldn't weird go. weird uh, how you couldn't go i don't know. yeah really? just, i was i was down there i just don't remember yeah, some reason. I,
2: <laughs> I just couldn't get couldn't get the time off you know I just couldn't yeah, get, the, weird. Time, but, no, SpongeBob, get I mean, the time my,
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> damn work getting in the way yeah
2: uh, no my <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'd, do, I'd go to disney world over work absolutely oh no God, mike, God. mike said it perfectly i mean like spongebob is the other show that we bonded over as a kid i thought mike you were going to say something different that we were the perfect age for i'm going to cheat a little bit here but i think we were the perfect age for nickelodeon generally because yeah. we were old enough where rugrats was still on ren and snippy was still on cat dog doug hey arnold. Uh, i'm missing a bunch here uh hey arnold, arnold. thank you hey arnold yeah. And then SpongeBob came in, which is kind of the end, I think, of that era. Like, there wasn't much. Yeah. Like, we got fairly odd parents. And, like, I actually loved Drake and Josh, which was another mid-2000s Nickelodeon show. But if you could, if you tune into Nickelodeon now, it's, like, unrecognizable. Like, it was, like, iCarly kind of started a bunch of weird shows. And I don't even oh, know right. any of the – any like, I think – what's another cartoon that they don't have paw patrol i don't think
3: that's some someone else no i don't know if that's them i don't know i don't i don't have yeah. i have they no have, idea what's going on nickelodeon these yeah. days maybe adventure time is
2: that nickelodeon? It, uh no that's a no, cartoon network, cartoon network oh, yeah mm-hmm. but i mean we, we were in that perfect like sweet spot of syndicated nickelodeon everything from the 80s from the early 90s and then spongebob was like kind of the end of it so in that sense like we were perfectly timed with everything from that era and yeah nickelodeon is one of those for like i guess ip or companies that just mishandles everything they own for whatever reason like <laughs> yeah. they, i don't know wh- i don't know what's going on like they put out these kart racing games every so often which just yeah. have spongebob hey arnold the ninja turtles for some reason <laughs> and, and like wild thornberries and that's it and wild like thornberries
0: no- i forgot about that show
2: yeah that yeah good. wild Thornberry. I love yeah, that show. show of course But it's just this like empty game that has no like soul to it. And then like the shows never get kind of put back out or they're not on any streaming service. So there's no way of going back to watch these shows. Yeah. Unless you can like hunt down the DVDs or I guess torrent it
1: somewhere. Yeah. Um, It's because they sell their rights. Nickelodeon is famous for just like, as soon as a show does well, sell it, sell everything because they don't have, they technically don't have the rights to SpongeBob. They don't really make much money off SpongeBob. Hmm. Um, It's universal and, um, it's Viacom Viacom? Viacom. The, Viacom is the one who makes yeah. all the money which is
2: which is an amazing reference in one of the Spongebob episodes where it's a superhero episode and like you hear like an advertisement for their superhero group and like the actor says a subsidiary of Viacom like right after <laughs> yeah. and it's it's like the funniest Spongebob joke I think there is and like if like kids don't get it but as an adult I was like did they just say that <laughs>
1: that's um, my my mom and dad would watch Spongebob with me specifically especially my mom on the uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy episodes because Mer- Mermaid Man is Ernest Borgnine and Barnacle Boy is Tim Conway mm. and the two of them were on the Carol Burnett show yep. uh, and they did all these sketches and everything and that's what my parents watched yep. and so I remember my mom like coming into the room one time and she was like oh my god is that like is, is that Ernest Borgnine and, and Tim Conway? You notice like, that oh, voice well. <laughs>
0: also too because yep. uh, I, grew up, I grew up watching what my parents watched because We had a satellite that gave us um, my, my, my most vivid experience with Nickelodeon is Nick at night. So the shows Mm. that I watched at night were the old seventies, sixties fit. Like I, I grew up watching every episode. of I love Lucy. I grew up watching Carol Burnett. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. okay. I'll say it now. Maybe it's not the best, but the Cosby show, you know, like (laughs) I grew up watching those shows and I love those shows. I absolutely Mm. love them. Like I've seen the honeymooners all the way through and all, all of that stuff. I was like 60 years old when I was eight, you know, and my <laughs> parents watched that it, like, yeah. My mom yeah. is a huge, I love Lucy fan and always has been. And, you know, it's Gilligan's great. Island and everything like that's mm-hmm. my Nickelodeon is the stuff that my parents grew up with, yeah. which is,
1: which dates me even more than I already am dated. So <laughs> <Carol> <laughs> Show holds up though. That's actually a really funny show. Oh, I so watched funny. it like, I I know where I think it was at my parents' house. This is years ago, and it was on some retro like channel. And I was watching. I'm like, oh my god, like this is good. This yeah. is still. And I, I I remember watching it as a kid a little bit, but it uh, it holds up really well. So mo- because most of those shows, as I'm sure you know, do not hold up today. Yeah, unless <laughs> no, they're like a their content like
0: that, they wouldn't be re-aired because of the content no. in them and right. stuff. I don't even
1: yeah. know yeah. now. Honeymooners. Hey. <laughs> yeah, <family> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what Especially, I'm yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, to the moon, that- Alice. <laughs> the, to the, show, <laughs> the, the shows that my parents int- the, the shows that my parents introduced me to when I was a kid was the uh, like the cartoons that were still on for like luckily that we had a we had Teletoon Retro I don't know if you guys yeah. re- I think that's what mm-hmm. it was they would show late at night that's how I got my start into Scooby Doo actually was through sure, Teletoon yeah. Retro because they put on Spider-Man, the, Spider-Man, yeah, who, yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, the voice actor who just passed away unfortunately the, yeah. the Spider-Man show the Hulk like, and then the cartoons like Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, just, you know, stuff that they grew up with. That's what they showed me instead of the sitcoms. They introduced me so your to your parents
0: were cool the- is what you're saying. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it,
1: it, it's I, what I was don't on
0: even TV. know if my parents have ever watched a cartoon in their life unless it was a oh, Pixar wow. movie when we went to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it,
1: it was just my, t- my dad was very, like, he he encouraged me a lot to watch cartoons. I remember right. that as a kid. Like he, yeah, me too. Because mm-hmm. he grew up really poor and they didn't have anything they didn't have electricity or tv or anything yeah. and he remembers when he would get to go to people's houses and like watch that like 10 minutes of uh Bugs Bunny show and so I think he was like very adamant that I like would watch those kind of shows yeah. growing up and I I did I watched uh that, that was what my third one was here was Looney Tunes yeah. uh and I think it was technically the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show was the yeah, the show that we watched
0: that I was watching too yeah
1: and I loved, my favorite parts were the, uh, it was the rooster and the dog. those That was my favorite segments. Mm. Because those were ones that, uh, both of them would win. I, I As a kid, I liked, I didn't like when like one character would always beat the other. I'd never... Like the coyote. not, not a roadrunner fan.
3: Because the roadrunner
1: <laughs> always and as a kid, I'm like, I know how this is gonna end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like the dog
0: and the rooster. No one talks about that. What's the thing. What's the dog's name? I, I I should look it up because when
1: my dog isn't it really is isn't it Sam? Is it Sam?
2: Sam? No, Sam, Sam is
1: the sheepdog. That's sheep. the That's a That's the different one. That's when the sheepdog is. He's like looking over in the in the yeah the, yeah.
2: yeah. and, and can't he 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 also he also always wins against Wiley Coyote because it's the same. It's basically another
1: roadrunner. I'm thinking of the, I don't know what, it's just like a dog. He's not a sheepdog. He's just a normal dog. Yeah. And then there's the rooster. The uh, loghorn. There we go.
3: Yeah. Which is just
1: such a
0: random, random name. I've always thought.
1: (laughs) And I remember my dad telling me that he's like, you know, everyone here is voiced by one guy. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, it's not dad. You're lying. I just was like, I'm like, no, you're lying. And he, I think he had, he like got a documentary of Mel Blanc from the library and yeah. and we watched it together and to be like no no look if, this you, look actually the, if you look at
2: the credits it's all just mel blank yeah yeah
1: <laughs> that's a whole Pexture, other i mean I, the bulldog I, mm. oh yeah yeah there's okay. the, the big bulldog and the little the little uh, the little guy too the little guy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: i had yeah, to look. so many good it seconds. It was just honestly it just i wouldn't sleep I didn't. <laughs> yeah sam was the sheepdog uh, there's charlie there's spike there's droopy <laughs> I don't remember any of these names. <laughs> <I don't laughs> if you saw them, you'd know who they were. Yeah, them, yeah. I don't think they ever called them by name. They didn't no, say the name no, as much. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. The dog. Well, and the a lot luster. of those, a lot of those skits. I mean, Foghorn and Lakehorn talked, but a lot of skits didn't have any, any talking at all.
2: Right. A lot There's of no, them, like, because... I, I didn't know his name until the internet was invented. Because, like, yeah, they, I don't right. think they ever said his name either. So no, very rarely. So.
1: Yeah. The the animators, you know, for the, the 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 problem was is that these animators had to create these these you know really intense scenes and a lot of times they just didn't have the time to create the lips and everything in the movement because they hadn't actually done any voice acting yet like mel Blanc hadn't recorded anything mm-hmm. so they just had to be like okay no voicing in this one <laughs> that's why there's so many think, like, yeah, uh, it was
3: still entertaining you know it was very yeah, creative that's that's uh, the magic of it. The work yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Incredible. Yeah, and there's
0: from the 40s and 50s, mostly.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Mike and I, we, we try and put a spotlight on our show with on voice actors as well, because we will occasionally get GameCube games that had amazing voice acting, like it was kind mm-hmm. of the beginning of voice acting in games. So we try and find like any actors that we can that either were actors in movies or uh, just like actors that are still in video games, because that they were coming out uh, in in the sixth generation of hardware and uh we love talking about voice acting like mel Blanc is obviously like an icon to
1: us tara strong canadian
2: icon oh, yeah Yep. exactly so toronto yep <laughs> so i mean we haven't had a ton because the gamecube didn't have a bunch like a lot of amazing games with great voice acting but uh when, no, when but it, it, up, it
0: started i would say
1: i was starting yeah yeah like what's there's even... some like metal arms which is a game that no one talks about for oh the yeah GameCube. i remember the game uh that game has uh, John DiMaggio voices in there. Uh, I think Mark Hamill is in there, Neil. Putty uh, in that too. Just, yeah, that's right. Putty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember us like going oh, through but. the names, We're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had Josh from the Still Loading podcast come on the show to talk to us about that game because we were just going like we were just ready to kind of brush over that game, and yeah. he brought up he brought up the cast, and we pulled up IMDb, which that game like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the game the game has an IMDb, so that's enough to make you stop and take a look. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, And yeah, we uncovered that. So one of the amazing things
1: about the show is that we just find these random facts about the game. That's awesome. Do you have a last uh, TV uh, show, Neil? Or was that, did you also do Bugs Bunny and Trudy show?
2: I'll try and be a little different here. I'm just, I mean, I don't know how much time you guys have, but uh, I'll just throw in my last one here, which is Beast Wars. Sorry, sorry, my my last one here is Beast Wars. Oh, yes. Uh, I didn't know that Transformers was cars until way later. (laughs) I thought it was animals. I that's thought fair. that was that was it. Like I thought the Transformers was a version of Beast Wars. That's how sure, backwards enough. I. That's how wow, backwards I was. Crazy. Yeah, like I watched I watched uh, Beast Wars as a kid. It was on before school uh, when when I was young on YTV. I'd have to yeah. watch it at like seven thirty in the morning or something crazy. And I got all the toys. I used to get them for my birthday and Christmases. I would wa- I watched it all the way up until the end of the Trans Metals generation, which was basically when. I don't know what happens after that, but when Optimus Prime is like a brown dinosaur with a purple head, that's kind of the, where it
3: ended. <laughs> I don't um, have that in my head at all, so that's... that's Optimus awesome. Prime so became a dinosaur? <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> Only the bad like, guys are dinosaurs and beast wars. What happened?
2: No, not Optimus Prime. Sorry, Megatron. Sorry, Megatron. Oh, Megatron. Optimus, Megatron. Optimus, oh. Okay. Optimus Prime was a gorilla. My bad. Yeah. Um, but no, like I, I just love this random show where animals were turned and were robots in disguise, obviously, and you go back now and the animation is not the best but the voice acting is really cheesy and it's got like yeah. air like hair metal guitar riffs like all solos playing yeah and like the, they're they're never shooting each other like i guess they can never actually shoot each other in like for whatever reason they're, um, they're, like, they
0: were all trained like stormtroopers were that's
2: why yes that's, yeah, the same <laughs> i love really. that
3: show beast wars though i, I love that show too
2: It's a classic, and I think there's actually another podcast out there where they're they're going through each episode. It's called Oh my god! I discovered it on uh, Twitter a few weeks ago. It's called Too Much Energy on, and I don't know, if, <laughs> ha- I don't know how deep they are, but I mean, like, hats off to them because I I couldn't do it, but yeah, uh, I I have a soft spot for Beast Wars, and we have a Mike and I have a mutual friend John who he's a huge Transformers fan. He's got basically an office that's wall to wall shelves with mostly Transformers toys. Wow, he's a huge toy collector. And, like, we have, like, kind of, like, standoffs here and there where I prefer Beast Wars, (laughs) and he loves Transformers. So it's, it's like, a joke at this point, but I I love that show. And I would die. I would die for a Beast Wars movie. Like Michael Bay oh. kept pumping out these st- these Transformers movies. Like there's like seven of them or something, and Mark Wahlberg's in them, and they're like no one likes them. And I'm just sitting at the, like in the back, like can we please get a
0: Beast Wars movie? <laughs> uh,
1: no one will like it, but that's fine. At least I'll have it. <laughs> yeah, at least one person Dude, or at it's least four people.
3: We'll want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hollywood's I, gonna mind everything. It's gonna uh, happen. Just hold like uh, out. Just have to survive a bit longer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I'm holding more
3: pandemics, out, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I'm holding
2: out. Like they they just made like a Woody Woodpecker movie. They put out a Tom and Jerry movie a while ago. Like yeah. you're you're right. Nothing is dead. And yeah. like I said to my girlfriend a few months ago, Ethan, I was like, Look, if there's ever a Beast Wars movie, I want you to know we're going to the Midnight release, and she's like don't worry, they're
0: never making a Beast Wars movie. <laughs> and I was like, I well, know, but just I, in case. <laughs> I, I've I've taken my wife to a couple of Star Wars. The first night we went to go yeah. see. I mean, Dark Knight ended up being an amazing movie, but we saw that the first.
1: First, we saw that the first time you know and, the best and, movies and ever she's
0: still around man she said yeah <laughs> she said yes after that so <laughs> i think you think you might be okay just 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 stick it out just a touch longer so it's, it could be good it could be good could our be. our first yeah. date was to go see super bad like what the you know like oh my god so, it's a great movie um it is but on a date what was i thinking um <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, Wars, that's, true. that's true. Yeah, Beast Wars reminds me of um because I never had cable. I grew up in an area where there was no I didn't have YTV, I didn't have Cartoon Network or any of that stuff. I had like the six channels and that was it until we ended up getting like this satellite thing years later. So I remember going to my cousin's place that lived in the city, that lived in North York, lived in Toronto, and mm-hmm. um we watched Beast Wars and Reboot. And those, yes. are the, those two shows we... match up for me. At, like I think they probably played them back-to-back. Very similar animation. Yeah, um, did. Are out at the same time. Probably Reboot maybe had slightly better story writing type of stuff. But um, from what I remember anyway. And th- those two shows, if, if you <laughs> mention one, I automatically think of the other as well. Same. Yeah. It's also a, a Canadian-made show. Yes, it is. Well. Yep. Um, yep. And... Yeah, it's just I. I wish they would make that animation updated as opposed to the somewhat stupid re- redo that they did a few years ago. Yeah, the, the yeah, reboot reboot. It's, yeah. so so, redo, oh boy. <laughs> uh, it's clearly not meant for us. But also, like, really, that's what you had to do to it, anyways.
2: I think it was. I think it was meant for us. I mean, they're not going for. Yeah, who else is
1: watching? Reboot, <laughs> right?
2: I
0: don't know. It, it seemed like it was. It was too much of a mishmash of of you know. 12 year olds and 13 year olds, at least for me, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. For me, it felt like, Oh, this is meant for my little cousin who's 10 years younger or 12 years Mm -hmm. younger than me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, for me anyway, but also me and Mike are super old. So there's also that. (laughs) (laughs) that. Uh, I didn't
2: even, I didn't even see the reboot. So I guess I won't check it out now. (laughs) That's I wish I could say it's worth
0: your time, but it's not.
2: (laughs) That's fine. There's so much to do. yeah Yeah,
0: exactly yeah yeah. Yeah. there's there's so much beast wars to get a hold of oh yeah uh, and seinfeld to rewatch. so (laughs) that's that's more like it yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay gents um thank you so much this is this has been awesome um clearly we could go and do this for like four hours if we really wanted to so um (laughs) but uh again just so everybody uh can keep up with uh where you guys are and uh your show and everything Where, where can everyone find it what's it called and uh and go from there
2: Sure, uh, Mike. Did you want me to do this? I usually end yeah. the episodes with that. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so yeah, we are the uh, the GameCube was cool podcast. We're a weekly show. We're on all the podcast services: uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's where most people seem to find us. Uh, we're also uh, We also have our social media. We're uh, at the GameCube Pod on pretty much everything: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we also have a Patreon uh, where the GameCube is cool. If you want to support the show, uh, every dollar helps us grow the show, and we have a website too, uh, the GameCubeIsCool.com. That's where we kind of put everything in one spot, so you can find where to download, uh, how to support us. Uh, we have a little shop there as well. Uh, We are about 55 episodes in, if this goes live uh, in mid-June, mid to late June, Uh, but we've already done a bunch of GameCube classics like uh, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, Melee, um, where we've got a Mario Golf episode coming up. We've done most of the Zelda games at this point, like uh, The Collections and Wind Waker. Uh, But yeah, the point of the show is mainly just to go back and look at all 555 North American GameCube games, uh, which is insane to think about. Uh, We're almost halfway done now, though, so quite a big back a big back catalog already yeah i think we're just about at 273 games so about halfway there so if you jump on the bandwagon now you've got another 55 episodes or so to go uh listening to mike and i every thursday
0: amazing and uh mike as the brains of the operation and the guy who does the spiel as well uh where's everyone keeping up with us
3: uh yeah follow us on social media at day back in if you want to feel old and uh, you can find our podcast back in my day on your podcast app of choice, rank, review, subscribe, it all helps. And uh, you guys, you should think of me for the Spider-Man episodes because Spider-Man 2, if you haven't done it yet, Spider-Man 2, the GameCube, was my favorite GameCube game of all time. Uh, We've well, unfortunately movie already covered really Spider-Man. Ah, uh, you but, uh, did. Okay. Well, I hope you liked <laughs> it. I love it.
2: I love Spider-Man too. <laughs> Mike doesn't think that it ages as well. I disagree. Mm. Uh, that's kind of where it's, that episode it's a landed. Battle.
3: <laughs> mm, Mike, gotcha,
2: Mike, okay. Mike, Mike prefers Ultimate Spider-Man I won't spoil it Mike prefers Ultimate mm. Spider-Man but go back and check it out we have already done the Spider-Man episode that's one of the uh, not issues but it's something that we found with the the show is that people like new followers have found us and they wanted to come on a show that we already did so we're trying to figure out a way to I guess alleviate that to get other people
1: well we're going to do some revisited episodes especially yeah, well, once we're done the, the catalog right away because uh,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I love Spider-Man games oh man oh, so
2: yeah man spider-man 2 was my first gamecube game so i i adore it that's one of my favorite games yeah, from that generation true. and it's big true. shout out to you guys on instagram by the way i love your page like every day i have an alert on my phone set up for every time you post because i wanted like know what oh, i want to know what <laughs> happened 20 years ago today or whatever like,
1: <laughs> it's, it's awesome
2: I, I bring it up like at dinner with my family like with my girlfriend i'm like did you guys know like monsters inc came out 25
0: years ago <laughs> like a uh, they hate did you before, know but... that it's the best Pixar movie ever made? Oh, sorry, that's just me. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like, I, I forgot it's I didn't great. I didn't put that in the post. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. So keep keep it up as well. We're and, glad uh, we can uh, make cool.
3: young guys like you feel old. That's that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, the, that's the goal. It's,
2: it's not hard <laughs> to do. But now, right, this virtual high
0: five, Mike, we did it. <laughs> Okay, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we we will also be heard on one of your episodes coming up as well. So everyone look out for that. Um, and uh, thanks everyone for listening. We will uh, talk to you soon.
1: John, you failed. Not only did you fail to destroy the Maximals when you had the chance, you failed to bring us to the right planet. We stole the Golden Disk for nothing.